Hello, I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 7 of season 5 of Xena Warrior Princess and Bard's Eye View, and today we're casting an eye over Back in the Bottle. Hi, friend. Hey, friend. Casting a very brief eye, probably, because yeah, we, this we watched the episode. Shit. We we both watched the episode yesterday, and then geared up, and then we both kind of went, oh, I don't really feel like doing this. Well, it was more me than you. <laughs> like we'd agreed, we had agreed to record after four. Um, yeah, and then at around half past four, when you were finished watching the episode, I texted you and was like, "Can we do it tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with it's that. Like, that was fine. Yesterday, I was at, by the afternoon. I'm no longer funny. Like that's the thing. <laughs> now there may be. Will no one lift this curse. <laughs> there may be different opinions out there as to whether I'm funny in the morning, <laughs> but I definitely think if you heard me in the late afternoon, which to me half past four is but, the late afternoon. You know, I've, I've known you be. I've known you be funny of an evening. Yeah, there's that dead zone, though, you know? Are you, um... Would you say you're a crepuscular being? Um... <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> this has so got... You're not, this has you're not got, nocturnal, like, you're not diurnal, you're crepuscular. Okay. I mean, it, 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 I feel like... Um, when Ross asked if... Thingy thought she was egregious... Yes. What Pauline. is her name? Oh, Pauline. 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 Pauline's pens. Would you say you've got an egregious personality? Egregious. 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 Hmm. Would I say I was egregious? Egregious. Would I Would I say I was egregious? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no one knows. No one got that reference probably, but never mind. Oh, sure they will. Sure they will have done. Right in. Right in if you did. <laughs> Somebody please write in. <laughs> Don't sound so, so desperate. Stop Feed sounding desperate. People can't even Feed see our bars. Twitter Stop anymore. You only allowed six hundred tweets a day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember That'll be out of date by the time this goes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might have done, might have gone down <sighs> to like fifty tweets a day unless you pay him five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Twitter might be dead by then because as we record, yeah, 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 as we record in two days' time, Facebook is launching its own Twitter clone. So, oh God, <sighs> might make an account. You never know. I might just go off grid and yeah. live in a cabin in the woods. That's a good solution. But come out once yeah. a week to do this podcast record. Oh yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right, anyway, Alrighty. so... Speaking of which, let's do the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the episode begins with a previously on Xena, because as we said last week, although it was pretending to be standalone, it was in fact a folly-up It's up a folly-up. It's a folly-up thing. Yeah. And then, so once we've got the previously... Oh, oh, as, we're, as we're talking about um, socials, can we can we try and get folly-up thing trending? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sincere doubt. Hashtag doubt. Right. Um But then Zena's um chilling out at the campfire trying to cook a rabbit through the power of her mind. Um but <clears> seems to be only capable of turning savish. them Yeah. Only capable of turning them into what Gabrielle calls stone, but it's quite obviously wood. 
Um, is it wood or clay or plaster of Paris? Do you think it's like balsa wood or something? <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. that that rabbit joins a big pile of rabbits that she is similarly fucked. Like, do you know what I like <laughs> about that scene? That opening scene. It's Zena is trying to find the stillness and smell the flowers, and Gabrielle's the one that's being a dick like Zena usually is to her. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to be spiritual here. Yeah, but can we can we eat your spirituality? Can we cook with your juices? Exactly. Yeah. So they've they've switched roles a little bit and that's that's fun. Gabrielle's become the butcher one. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> the dad. Literally. Gabrielle the dad. In, in the butcher one in both senses. <laughs> <laughs> I get just, you. Just flay the bunny already. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, Jocks returns up, but thankfully, without his fucking sombrero from last week. Yeah, that's an improvement. Yeah, they seem to have well, cut Joxer's um, racist comic relief role. <laughs> yeah, I was week. glad about that. So that's a plus, I suppose. Yeah, and, um, I was just thinking that you you said something that those two words just just say it all really. Well, and then, unfortunately, Joxer. <laughs> So then, Joxer, it turns out, has been keeping some black powder down his pants. And, um, again. Well, in, in hopes that Gabrielle would try in, and tow it out. In hopes that Gabrielle would give him another foot job trying to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, and we discover a, a hitherto unknown property of gunpowder. Yes, it can give you visions of the future, apparently. Yeah. And in it's this prophecy. Sentient sentient gunpowder yeah in this prophecy of the future we see a big battle and joxer and gabrielle and unknown young chinese warrior with no shirt um, yeah distinctive distinctive guy not just there's a load of warriors rando, but there's but, you know but he's good looking out. and he's not wearing a proper shirt mm. he's wearing a ve- like a leather vest with no shirt underneath um yeah. and they all get blown do you up think he is by harry some... styles or someone <laughs> they all get blown up by some big fireworks. Yes, and that's a bad we a- we thing. Actually, we actually we actually see bits of Joxa flying across Ex- the screen. Extremely funny. <laughs> it's less funny when Gabrielle gets blown up, obviously. So there. Yeah, but we don't see we don't see bits of Gabrielle. They obviously no. knew where the line was there. Yeah, yeah. And so they have to go back, back the way they came, back streets, back. Yeah. All right, and. <laughs> When they get back, they discover a bunch of refugees fleeing from different lighting. <laughs> yes, this is the wor- possibly the worst piece of editing I've ever seen on the show, which is yeah. kind of surprising because that any episode to do with China, to do with Chin, is usually visually so beautiful and so well crafted. Mm-hmm. And they have, they have Zena, Gabrielle, and Jocks are standing on a. You know, a crest of a hill and there's there's gorgeous evening lighting kind of golden lighting and it's very beautiful and it's very scenic uh in that you know you could believe it was you could believe it wasn't new zealand i guess is what i'm saying yeah um and then they go look thousands of refugees over the hill and they turn around and it's a, a gloomy day <laughs> there's like native new zealanders like pahutakawas or something it's just it's it's just so we filmed this on a different day in a different <laughs> climate possibly on a different continent 
Joe Joe Public will never never clock a darn thing. Yeah. South <laughs> Island, North Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course, you know, it could be a bit of the old pathetic fallacy, you know? Where the refugees are is gloomy. Oh, sad. They've got sad weather. Yeah, and, sad and weather. And Zena and Co have got heroic weather. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't like that because it's kind it's of a bit dreary now. here. It's a bit dreary where I am today. Dull and dreary. We go up what's the it, hill, it's it like? better there. What's the news and weather where you are? <laughs> yeah. So they see, what is it? Oh, I forgot the character's name already. Pausu? Kausin. Pausu's the bad Pausu's one. the baddie. Kausin. Yeah. Jesus. That's bad. Um, but they, to be fair to me, they do look the same. What they do and they don't. <laughs> right, do so Kausin is uh, helping some refugees, as she would, because she's mm-hmm. a insufferable little do-gooder. <laughs> <laughs> she's so wet. <laughs> in, in all the wrong ways. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Zena's like, but how? And she's like, the warlord Khan. And I'm like, Khan! 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 I assume this is supposed to be Genghis Khan. Um, despite the oh, fact... I suppose it is. Stupidly, that hadn't occurred to me. Yeah. <laughs> that is stupid. Yes, it is. Um... I don't. I don't think it's meant to be. I think it Chinggis. is. Actually, historians generally agree on Chinggis Khan now. What? Oh, have I said the name wrong? Yeah, it's like saying Bodicea. Boudica. Exactly. Boudica. Anyway, Dicker. The point is that Khan is a Mongolian yeah. word. Anyway, it means chief. And okay. for some reason, they're speaking Cantonese. Mm. That makes sense. Um, it's what's the word I'm looking for? You had that. If you Ooh, had that verified an by an independent source. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes no sense for them to be speaking Cantonese because it's very heavy, heavily yeah. implied that Xena um, visits the north of Chin because she comes oh. via Siberia and so on. So Cantonese is a language of the south, very, very far away. <laughs> Inconsistency in my Xena? It's more likely than you think. <laughs> well, I think it's very likely, so blimey. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this okay. Khan character, we see him now, and he's invoking the spirit of the green dragon, who, as we know, is Ming Tian. And yeah. Ming Tian has brought a fucking hitchhiker along with him from the spirit world. <laughs> yeah, this is I this is good. This, this is, is this, this is part's actually not bad. Like that mm-hmm. I think this and that concept of the, the dual villain. Of yeah. Ming Tian on the front, you know, party in the front, business in the. Oh, is it the other way? <laughs> <laughs> Ming Tian in the front and Pao in the back. They yeah. should have made that the villain of the entire two Arc. episodes. You know, like it should have been more, or yeah. it should have been introduced in the last episode. Like, so I read. I read today that that's um, that kind of two face, that dual being, is taken directly from the Bride with White Hair, the the kind of classic. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong movie that inspired a lo- has inspired a lot of the action yeah. on Xena. So it's another little nod to that, I think. It's cool. It's full. We should watch that. Tell you what, tell you who stole this concept. J.K. Rowling. Fucking. <laughs> what a hack. No, I think what this episode might. Hack. I feel like this episode might have been post. It might post date it. Post date Harry Potter. The Quirrell like... monstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just call J.K. Rowling a hack anyway? Yeah. 
just for fun, just for recreation. I mean, it's it's objectively <laughs> true anyway. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So she's hitched a ride, right? Because they're living in this in the in between place. I just want to say in the same breath as we mentioned J.K. Rowling that trans rights are human rights. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks Good. for thanks for making your position clear. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so Ming Tian and Pao Su have uh, come back because they're so like consumed with hatred for Zena that they can't move on yeah. to the next life or whatever it is. So they're yeah. vulnerable to being called into being by various warlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so remember that. Don't bear grudges because it does mean that in the afterlife you you will be liable to be um, summoned. Summoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Paisu gives him the formula for the old black powder. Right. Love it. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, this I just, I had a thought about that by the way, that the. the formula that no one has been able to recreate for hundreds of years it's mythical and and it's this great secret that fucking jocks are worked out how to make sickening goodness sake it's disgusting anyway go on shouldn't be allowed (laughs) so um gabrielle on her own goes in first i don't remember why she's on her own maybe xena sent her no because xena can't do action scenes at the moment because she's six months pregnant um Gabrielle goes into Lauma's temple and this is where she meets the man from the vision, Lin Chi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um who obviously fancies Gabrielle, you can tell from the first instant. So this is I mean it's I was I text you that it was a new potential, potential soul mate of the week. Yeah. And Hey, remember when I made loads of jingles and you never used them? You never made that one, did you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why I never. I'll tell you why I don't use them. Because <laughs> effort. There's two reasons. <laughs> One, it's um, a lot more effort to to snip it in, mm-hmm. right? Because you need to find I think the that's space enough. That's you need enough to cut. Reason. You need to move it to a further. Pro- and secondly, it takes too fucking long. <laughs> it cuts it's, into the. It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same thing. No, I really. mean the the bit. In, oh, the jingles the show, are too long. It takes too long, and it's it cuts yeah. our flow completely. So okay. it's better just to sing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I say that I say new potential soulmate of the week, but mm. it's not really because it seemed like the writers never committed to that as a concept. Yeah, because they don't really have yeah. a romance with him at all. But it sort of, they sort of act there's, like they do, but they, they, it doesn't yeah, happen. There's a, there's a little bit of chemistry. Um, oh, if you say so, not as much as not. I think there is. I think there is. I think they have a, they develop a working relationship very quickly, and they they mm-hmm. kind of interact as as equals. Um, and he, okay, he's a bit of a dick to start with, but then he very quickly demonstrates that he trusts her as a as a warrior and mm-hmm. as a leader a strategist and all that kind of stuff yeah I, I quite like him i think of all the people that they've kind of dangled as a you know what 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 if gabrielle was to hitch up with this dude i think he's the one that i mind the least you've forgotten about talus already no but he's a he's a very season one <laughs> soulmate of the week it's like if she met him now it would be oh he's cute but 
He's a bit young for me. He'll be he'll be fine when he grows up. Oh, he's not going to grow up, is he? <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Who are all Gabrielle's potential soulmates? Talus, David, Perdiclus. Oh, David, yeah. You forgot about David. Perdiclus. And yeah. then from then on, does she kind of not have one until now? Uh, oh, there was a, there was a guy very early on, the emo guy, like in the first or second episode oh yeah in the, in the titles i think yeah that guy there's warlord's like, son oh, you with, understand you know, me my dad my my dad doesn't understand me you know he's not evil because he's got good teeth yeah yeah but yeah from perdiclist to now is this the first male potential soulmate that's been dangled for gabriel i think, I think it so. is i think it is so hmm, interesting yeah so anyway mm. Obviously, it doesn't come to anything. Don't panic. Oh, yeah. Panico- pa- don't panic, lesbians. Don't panic. <laughs> right. But not, she... Not for... I was going to say not for want of trying. I mean, he, he kind of... Doesn't try that hard. At the end, he, he makes an oblique little... Yeah. Shall we? And she's like, no. 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 I don't think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't try that hard. Um, Renee O'Connor is mm. on record as saying that she didn't really like this this romance... Um, yeah. and then someone else says someone else I think the director of the episode said that mm-hmm. uh, this ca- uh, this character was miscast which I don't really see I thought the actor was fine oh I, yeah I did I did you know so whatever I think the problem is that the writers couldn't didn't commit to the idea yeah. that this was a romance and there wasn't time for it anyway there was too much else going on so maybe yeah. if he'd been introduced the episode before and maybe if this whole two episode arc had been much better written and like planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Rob Tappert has said that he was very dissatisfied with these two episodes and they didn't work out like they wanted. Did I was trying to remember, did did you say or have I read on a episode guide somewhere uh recently that they did initially write in a romance and then scratched it? You might have read that. I didn't say that to you. So you if you if were you if you've got that, then mm. then you've got it from somewhere else. But it wouldn't surprise okay. me. Like it's got all the hallmarks yeah. of it being sort of mm, this isn't working. Let's just cut oh, a bit. so yo here it is. So I'm <clears throat> I'm looking at an episode guide, but there, there's no citation needed. <laughs> um, Gabrielle has no interest in Lynchy as a possible mate. Makes it clear that she knows where or rather who she belongs with. Although I believe a romance was filmed, but not using the end, thankfully. But I, I don't know where that comes from. So it's a lesbian. <laughs> well, that that view comes from a lesbian, but yeah. where the information about the, the filming, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Shrub. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're just going to jump in way ahead, but that's fine. Like we're we're back to our old thematic ways. Um, <laughs> we're passing this off as thematic yeah yeah so because <laughs> but you see that because Gabrielle and Xena can't fight together at this point in the series because Xena can't really do fighting this is yes. why Gabrielle is spun off to be with this guy who can do fighting with her yeah right so that's and his purpose in the episode say, Renee stroke Gabrielle really rises to the occasion she's she fights so well. The f- her fight scenes yeah. are so good now. Yeah, she's great. Real good fight. fight yeah, fight. she can she can carry she can carry the fighting stuff. Yeah, now absolutely. Which I don't think she would have been able to do. Kind of series two, three. Definitely not. Awesome. 
Definitely not series two. Maybe mm. three. Mm. Maybe. But nah, probably not. Definitely not when she was a vegan. But there's, you don't get, you know, you don't get the sense that, although she at one point she does call out for Xena's help, psychically, mm-hmm. you don't get the, oh, she's going into this, she's going to be a hostage, oh, she's going to need rescuing. She's like, yeah. no, she can, nah, she, she can, can hold her own. Ass. See, it needs, yeah. it, it does require her to be willing to kill people. That's the thing. Because you can't yeah. have, you can't have, like in the past when she was just fighting for self-defense, basically, yeah. you can't mm. have that leading that can't really lead a show like this. You know? Yeah. So although she doesn't often actually kill people because she uses mm. the butt end of the side, um, yeah. she is willing to uh, kill you people. You said butt end. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> Lol, you said butt. <laughs> anyway, um, so they sort out the refugees in the temple and then um, yeah. Gabrielle and Lynchy go to try and destroy the cache of black powder, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is where she sort of psychically calls out for Zena's help because they because get she's caught tied to she's tied to um, several barrels of Acme gunpowder. Yes, they get tied up to a bunch <laughs> of barrels of gunpowder, and then he and then Khan Khan he <laughs> uh, does the let's set fire to a to a line of gunpowder leading to the th- you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bit circuitous plan let's let's light the touch blue touch paper and retreat and to the point away. where we can't see them well, yeah. we'll 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 just assume that will go as planned and they'll just die off screen yeah so but little did they little did they expect that xena was able to magically use her powers to suck all the air out of the tent and thereby uh put the gunpowder out which <laughs> If if there's one thing we know about Xena, she can hold her breath for a long time. Yeah, Gabrielle's holding her breath, but I've got a bone to pick with this. Um, which <laughs> <laughs> you text you text me said at least uh, Gabrielle and Lynchy have chemistry, and I said speaking of chemistry, <laughs> speaking of chemistry, um, the 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 secret ingredient that we needed from last week was saltpeter, right? It was. Which is the oxidizing agent of gunpowder. And Mm -hmm. like all explosives, gunpowder is (laughs) self-oxidizing and does not require (laughs) oxygen in which to burn. So this wouldn't have fucking worked. (laughs) Maybe maybe she... Because when you see all the air rushing out of the room and that sort of little skylight thing, there are kind of flecks of dust in it. Maybe she's specifically sucking out the saltpeter as well. Yeah, sure. That's what's happening. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's good though it's pretty good it's good when Xena can use uh, magic powers for narrative purposes and then immediately lose them afterwards again yes that's the thing isn't it she just she now you see him now you don't well that's the thing right she gets these powers magically for a reason and then is ta- has them taken away again because she no longer needs them and she Power can only comes really to her do them when she wants them she can she can only really do them in the moment when she's practicing yeah and it's the same as from the debt as well when she was practicing um all she could do was maybe knock a vase over and we see that scene again so we see exactly the same setup for it so what i'm hearing is it's quite nice what i'm hearing is that xena without the gun to the head uh is not able to produce enough dopamine dopamine to cross the synaptic gap (laughs) 
<laughs> what I'm saying is that Xena's magic powers might be neurodivergent. You, you think you think Xena might have ADHD? <laughs> only when it comes to magic powers. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> well, she can only do it at the moment of perf- at the point of performance. She can't. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Kausen, I nearly said the wrong name again. Kausen says to Zena that um, she read a convenient thing in her mother's books, which is that because she and Pausu and Mingtian are siblings, that any time any of them use the power, they all get stronger, which is explaining why Kausen is not helping her. And this and this never comes back either. No, it's there's, there's part no... Of, it was a real. So I, I was kind thing. of waiting for for her to have to do something and then escalating. But yeah, yeah, it's just. But it never really comes up again. It's just a sort. It's just to explain was, why, although she worked with was, her last yeah. week, and they'd well, they it did was, well together. It was Kalsin saying, uh, "No, oh, that's my bad knee. Sorry." Yeah, don't count on me this week because yeah, my part has been massively um, cut down. Yeah, you know, um, like Rose in the third because in the, Star Wars in the rushes sequels. in the rushes, everyone hated Kalsin because she's because she's a bit wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, see, this is another example, right? Because she was really important last week, and this week she's in it, but not important because they've got um Lynchy, and like they really just oh, ah, yeah. they really just needed to have him be in the last episode as well. Yeah, and then he so. could have had he could have been Kausin's romantic like yeah foil that would have been better but <laughs> yeah let's or rewrite he it have, he could have made a pass at Gabrielle and then thought ah that's a non-starter it's a non-starter then, I've, I seem to have latched yeah. onto a lesbian here and he could have um... <laughs> we've all done it yeah <laughs> well I have luckily for me I, know I have luckily for me um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a lesbian too. yeah um. But yeah, and did you notice like, it was jocks are getting jealous about Gabrielle speaking to Lynchy? That was just sad, yeah. mate. You're just that's just sad, yeah. Joxer. How can you hang around them so often and not know that he's not your competition? Yeah, and and they're kind of inconsistent. Surprisingly, they're kind of inconsistent with this because Joxer's a few episodes ago, whenever it was, made his declaration and has kind of seems to have come come to some kind of peace with okay that's not going to happen i love her but it's not going to happen and but he's still acting as if he has rights over her it's yeah like you, you, the dude's you a know. the dude's a fucking knobhead yeah. if i can just summarize what you're saying unfortunately joxa <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah where was i should we just <laughs> skip to the fight yeah then they fight and then there's a big fight. It takes like the last third of the episode, this big fight. And I can summarise mm. it as as follows. Xena makes a force field. Yes. Her her thing starts to come true. Her prophecy. Her prophecy, yeah. Uh, and then, because she's filled with the power of love for Gabrielle and all her companions, yeah. she's able to channel her power into, and this was foreshadowed earlier, planted into yeah. turning everyone wearing the emblem of the Green Dragon into stone. 
which is a hundred thousand yes. fucking guys apparently. Yeah. Supposedly there was supposed to be some sort of like moral dilemma for Xena in killing a hundred thousand guys to save a few refugees. Well, we shall return to this in the the episodes you haven't watched. <laughs> actually. Anyway, I don't yeah. think there is a moral dilemma because like those hundred thousand guys were going to kill everyone they they came across. So. Yeah. So what have we missed out? There, there was a bit where all the refugees were human shields. Yeah, so there was a human shield. Blow them. They couldn't blow them up. They couldn't, couldn't use the, use the black, black powder, powder on them. They couldn't use the fireballs. And there was a bit. There was a bit of setup earlier on in the episode talking about why. Oh, why can't we all just get along and love each other? And someone saying, "I've never seen love end a war." Oh yeah. Or Zena saying, "I've never seen love end a war," but because yeah. she, through the power of love has turned 100,000 men into stone. <laughs> so basically, somebody much, had much the love. idea... Much love, wow, peace. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> someone in the production, maybe Rob Tapper, had the idea yeah. of Xena being responsible for the Terracotta Warriors. And th- yeah. these two episodes are the result, but I don't think they yeah. were executed very well. I quite like... No. I quite like the... You know, in the same vein as oh, Zena was sort of responsible for Stonehenge, you know. Yeah, yeah. And oh, oh, Zena's actually responsible for the Terracotta Warriors. Oh, Zena orchestrated the um, seizure of Thermopylae. The Caesar, the yeah, and Zena orchestrated the assassination of Caesar and like all yeah. of that, like all that kind of. I like that. I'm an, I'm a fan yes. of that part. That part's good. But I think overall, mm. the two episodes together. Which I think we should take as a two-parter, even though they don't yeah. they pretend they're not. Oh yeah, it is. Um, it is. Overall, uh, very not well executed and kind of uh, completely... Feel, they they feel very rushed, un- don't they? Yeah, like it if... feels rushed, it feels unbalanced, it feels not very planned yeah. out, it feels like a whole mm. bunch of threads were picked up and then not, let, not carried on. And I think that yeah. there, it was probably quite a troubled shoot and edit process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing right if yeah. something's not going right in a show like this you can't stop and come back you know because yeah um you know there's just the train's going and you need to build the tracks ahead of the train and like yeah any delays yeah. really cost a lot of money and so they just had to go with what they had but yeah any yeah, it's any not... delays mean that mean that feathers mcgraw might catch you up <laughs> <laughs> and also with the Lucy being pregnant here, any delays mean that um, you've got massive continuity mm. problems. Yeah, um, true. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that because I had been thinking, did they, what was the filming order? But presumably screening order is pretty much filming order for that it reason. Is, it is pretty much, yeah, yeah for this season especially, yeah. so. So yeah. yeah, so it's a, it's a shame because I I do like any China Chin episode. Yeah. Um, I love the visuals of it, and some of that is still very strong here. Um, apart from that scene with the refugees in the in the sad landscape. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like all that. Um, but yeah, it just there's just it just doesn't. Doesn't hang, hang together. together. Yeah, it doesn't, and I it and I remembered Lin Chi quite affectionately. I remembered actually quite liking the character and quite liking something about the way that he and Gabriel Gabriel were together. Uh-huh. 
that they they work as a team and he's like oh, and she's just you know she's kind oh and the other thing at the end when he says there's something about knowing where you are and where you've come from or some bullshit and uh, and he says something about and um and what about the future and that's that's kind of the what what about the future how about uh, you and me make our own little uh, future would you say mm-hmm. and she says i haven't i haven't written the future yet and i just <laughs> want to say gabrielle write the future get aphrodite's quill back write the future so it happens the way you plan it because oh i have seen the future it's great it's actually not great so maybe maybe just write it now yeah so, like I genuinely, I'm. It's a, the closer we get to it, the more sad I am that I've that I've made the made the the commitment to actually watch the this the series finale because I really don't want to. Oh, I really don't well, want to. I want it to be not real. You've for me. made me do. You've made me do all this. Ninety seven episodes of this so far. <laughs> Yeah, because you're hating it, obviously. So if you, you, if you bail at the last two episodes, yeah, it's a chore. You absolutely hate doing this with me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can hear the resentment in my in my cackle. <laughs> anyway. We're gonna carry anyway. on anyway, we're gonna keep going because we've got all those like three seasons worth of virtual series apps to do. You know, Are we gonna the do virtual those? series scripts. Well, they do resurrect do Xena, those? so... Um, and one of the writers is, a, is, a, is an actual official Xena writer. Missy Good. I know. It doesn't <laughs> make it canon, though. Uh, we can say it is. I can make it canon, okay? Have you have you read them? Have you read the, the virtual seasons? Most of it, yeah. A long time ago. Well, let's let's have a little... Sneak preview before we commit to doing <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd want to do that. Oh God! I try. You try and give a way for the podcast to live on. <laughs> all I get is this negativity. Unbelievable. Right. Half hour episode, mate. Well, we're pretty much. Well, I think we're pr- there. Pretty much bang on. So. So what? Did, what do you remember? What score I gave last week's episode? I think you gave, did you give six and I gave eight, something like that? Or yeah, because in four. many no, ways... No, I think maybe you gave four and I gave eight. Oh, I, I don't remember. think I gave four. That seems too low. That seems quite low. Um, yeah. Because, see, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, I should, I should, maybe I should listen back, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> no, obviously. See, in many ways, I think this episode is worse. You can than you can last just folio it in, folio in afterwards. <laughs> we gave it a seven. Yeah, in many ways, Eleven. I feel like this Eleven. episode. Can you shut up? Eleven. <laughs> shut up. Um, as I was saying, and got interrupted about four times. Uh, I feel like this episode, in many ways, is worse than last week's. Yeah, agree. Um, in some in in some ways it's worse, and in some ways it has elements that are just that could have been better, right? Mm-hmm. So things that were worse, Kausin's character just dropping off the face of the earth, um, mm. the pacing, um, the lack of knowledge of chemistry. Um, the 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 thoughtless disposal of a hundred thousand souls. Fuck, who cares about that? Um, 
the fact that they even thought about including a love interest for Gabrielle, I hate that. I know that you don't like. I don't. You know, I know you don't mind the character, but like, I just mm. don't like it ever when they try and shoehorn that shit in. Um, but the I think the worst part is the pacing and like how yeah how it doesn't connect very well to the previous episode, despite being mm. despite being a follow up to it. And I think I I guess that overall the just the two episodes together were really quite disappointing, and it would have been better, a lot better, I think. To have the Pao Su Ming Tian double act have have that more in the previous episode, right? Because she talked about yeah. in the previous episode, but, she said that she she was going to follow in the footsteps of the Green Dragon. I think it would be better yeah. if like if he had appeared to her then or something, and like had been he'd been with her that yeah. whole time, and then. The then the the sort of um, escalation in the second episode is the fact that he and her become merged. Yeah, that would have been a lot better. Yeah, agreed. And also, agreed. if Khan had been the warlord from last week and not Goku, <laughs> who, <laughs> he, who literally had forgotten existed, it's a different yeah. warlord. Like, why? It needs to be the same one. Like, it doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense that it's a different one. Um, yeah. So I, I agree with all the things things you've said, but I do want to give a little shout out to, um, oh, is it Daniel Singh? Is he uh, yeah, Ming Chen? Re- I, I loved having Ming Chen back. Yeah. And the first Ming glimpse we got of him, villain. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a bit of stock footage. I thought they were, but, but it was, obviously it was, yeah. new stuff they got him back mm-hmm. um yeah he's he's a great villain and i liked that the 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 dual villain thought yeah. that was that was that was well done i really liked that um the romance thing i thought wasn't treated as a romance it was it was someone who admired gabrielle and given a chance would have but her dealings with him were never oh hello it was it was kind of yeah you you're you're a mensch but um <laughs> yeah yeah but you just yeah i know it felt like felt like some part of the show wanted him to be a love interest and some part was like no nah. well may- maybe if there was a rewrite you know maybe bits yeah. of it survived that bits were, of it yeah were like, initially going that way yeah because you always can tell right this is see this is <laughs> this is the problem right with uh romance in media especially heterosexual romance yeah it seems to me that a lot of writers seem to think that um to a man and a woman of the right age and attractiveness being next to each other is all that you need yeah <laughs> and i saw i saw him and i was like oh this is a love this is a gabrielle love interest and i was right <laughs> i was like okay. yeah which you which you can tell because he's good looking he's got good teeth and he's clean yeah and he's those are the ingredients. Not very tall. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Because the tall yeah. guys are Xena love interests, and the short guys are Gabrielle love interests. Do you remember the original Perdicus in that first episode? Yeah, he, he was, was too really tall, tall for her. That's why she yeah. rejected him. Yeah, <laughs> she needs a short king. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the Prometheus episode, Hercules, Xena, mm. Aeolus. Gabrielle, oh, yeah, short obviously. guy, short guy. You know, just saying. Oh man, if you I tell you what, if you look on Asher's archive for for that combination of pairings, you're, you're going to be there all day. No thanks. 
Horrid. Horrid. <laughs> no thanks, Peanut. <laughs> right. <laughs> he must hate. He must. How awful. Poor Kevin Sorbo must absolutely hate the amount of um, slash fic there is about Hercules and Yolus. He must hate it a lot. That must and be I, awful for him. I think that we should make sure more is Let's written. go and write some. <laughs> Specifically, where where Hercules is sub. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else probably makes his little peanut shrivel? The fact that Mm. Xena was a much more popular show than his. I love that. (laughs) I love that for him. I love that for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. So we seem to stretch out the episode talking about. Sorry, mate. (laughs) We seem to have stretched out the episode talking about. the deficiencies of this show but uh so i'm gonna give it five I okay it i was gonna say five. we on aggregate we give it one or two less than whatever we gave it last week <laughs> um so yeah i'll say six okay yeah mm. could have been better shame yeah shame 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 could have been better shame. but it got what it deserved yeah five five and a half bars i view that's what it deserved and that's what it's getting and next let's see what we give next week's (laughs) yeah lucy a lucy light episode yeah for reasons yeah um so next week's episode is one surprise surprise i don't remember at all (laughs) uh, and it's called little problems yes so join us then see what we make of it bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and, of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!